This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hello, family and friends. I'm Renette Marburg, ready to meet with you on my program, Rise. On this program, we have honest and truthful conversations around family challenges relevant to you. Rise on Radio K Pulpit, 729 AM. Finding God's truth for a way forward together. Good afternoon, family and friends, and thank you so much for joining me this afternoon and my program called Rise. And yes, you know that this is the program where we talk about real things in life and where we are seriously needing to uh, address issues that often don't get spoken about and often not dealt with on any level, not socially, not in our churches, not governmentally. So we've got an incredible guest with us today. Um, she is Dr. Mary Ann Prinsloo, and she has she was on my program last week, and the content was so huge, we just felt that we needed to have another another program. So welcome, and thank you so much for joining me again this week. Um, we, it's wonderful to have you in the studio with us, Dr. Prinsloo, um, and just thank you for the what you birthed last week. We got such amazing response. Um, we obviously it touched many people's lives because it's so relevant as it is. It's a topic that doesn't have any um, status, class, uh, race, culture, religion. It's across board. It has the same effect on each and everyone's lives is domestic violence. But this week we are going to talk about actioning. Um, how do we action and activate um, our involvement with domestic violence? So just thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I just want to say also a hi to everyone out there and thank you for joining in. And I'm excited about what we're going to touch today. Last week we were just, you know, touching on, on the problem um, and that it's a real problem and it's not my problem or your problem. It's our problem. Specifically, it's all over the world. But we are talking in context of South Africa, um, our neighbors, the people that go to church with us, the people that work with us, that we actually don't even know what they are really dealing with. Because this is a silent killer. This is a silent pandemic. It's mm -hmm. bigger than the pandemic. And that's what... Um, you know, the president said last year, um, even, you know, with in, in COVID in 2020, but even last year, 2021, that it's bigger than the pandemic. And because it's a silent killer and people don't talk about it. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, if we look at the stats in 2019, it was three times, 3.5 times higher, which was in 2019, which was the year mm, before lockdown. Shows a big Problem. Yes. And then in 2021, I mean, it's shocking. If we look, that was lockdown time. And we look between July and September, there was 9,500 cases reported. Only in three months, 9,500. And that's only people that actually came out and spoke up. And there was 897 women murdered. 
during that time. Oh, that is shocking. It's that is very absolutely shocking. But we're going to listen to Psalm 92 right now. It is good by Paul Belushi. And we are going to come back with those horrible statistics. And we are going to say now, enough. Yes. It is time for action. You're listening to Rise on Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Good afternoon and welcome back. And that was Psalm 292 by Paul Belashi. But I just want us to get back to our program. We have Dr. Mary Ann Prinsloo on our program today. And um, she is seasoned in um, working governmentally and on the religious forum on on activism against the family on all levels. There is, she is a wealth of knowledge on family life. So we just want to welcome you and thank you so much for giving your time to us. Really, really appreciate it. And we are dealing with gender-based violence. And I just want you to repeat, uh, Dr. Prince, those incredible statistics. I, I was shaking after you told me how it has escalated in COVID. We cannot turn a blind eye to it any longer. What are we supposed to do with the knowledge? Um, I just want to quickly share with you some statistics that um, we had as well, um, because I actually, um, uh, we lecture on this uh, in in the courses that we offer. Um, But I just want to share with you the statistics on boys and girls that are being abused. Um, 50% on both levels, it's mm. not just girls anymore, mm. it's boys as well. 42% experience ill treatment of some kind. Mm. I mean, that is on sexually or physically abused or neglect of some kind. 82%, it's shocking uh, statistics, is experienced or witnessed this kind of abuse. And 35% of our children get abused. So South Africa, we have to be very, very, very vigilant in what what a situation we are in. I mean, there are four, I mean, children homicides that have happened recently. So we need to t- we need to step up and we need to talk about these topics. So Dr. Prince you just gave us a, a hint of what you people are actually looking out for and what you're doing. You've got your own statistics. I just want to repeat those. How it's escalated in the last three months. Very shocking. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the thing that uh, it, the st- statistics in 2021, which was that was actually published, which was the 9,500 gender-based violence or causes reported over a course of three months, and in that time, 897 women that was murdered, actually, which is shocking, shocking, shocking. And it is a war that's up against mostly women. There's men also that are being abused. But st- statistics showed mostly women and children. Yes. That is at the hand of the abuser, um, which is women and, and, and children. And it became such a real issue that it's across all, you know, 
the, the, the facets of society. Because if children are being abused, they are taking that to the school. You know, they are in class. The, the teacher, you know, maybe they don't really know what is going on and the child don't actually open up about it. But, I mean, it has a huge impact and effect on the, on the um, education and um, on the academic, you know, life as well, sports, doesn't matter, all over because it's a, a psychological problem, um, specifically with children as well as with women. But, you know, we sometimes can actually um, put up some fences, you know, yes. as women. Um, with children, they don't know how to do it. They don't know how to deal with it. They don't know how to do it. So and it's across the board. It is not just in certain communities. It's not just in poor communities. And I really want to actually emphasize that. emphasize that that it's not just in poor communities. It is across all communities. And women, of even professional women, you know, are being um, at the hand of abuser that we sometimes don't even know, and. Um, you know, sometimes they stay in it for 40 years and longer and it's it's like literally being in hell and they don't know how to get out of it. So there's so many types of abuse. Um, there's about eight types of abuse. But the three that I want to mention today is emotional abuse, physical abuse and financial abuse. Yes, that is the three that is very prevalent in, in Yard and which is the strongholds, especially within a family setup. Because there's that emotional that, you know, it is just somebody, you can't really see it, but it's just an ongoing thing. It's just ongoing, that complete emotional. A lot of women end up, you know, in institutions because they can't really take it anymore. And the basis, you know, if you look at what was the root of the problem, then you, the physical abuse that we all know of and that you can see, but a lot of, they hide it. And that's across, you know, all communities as well. And then the financial abuse, um, specifically, if it's maybe a wife that is not working, that is given a life to a family and, you know, the husband must actually look after them, that he would just withhold the finances. Even if she sometimes get out of the relationship, I have so many women. They still control you financially. They can still control her and the kids financially, and will really not give. And it's it's a that is a huge stronghold, and that is really, I mean, it is war against a person. And I look at abuse as it from just a demonic agenda upon the earth. And it is to get people. It's it's what the word to of, break. It's to break. It is actually to destroy. Yes. It is to actually destroy. To come and steal love and hope. And to kill joy. the soul and to destroy lives, families. Mm. And that is how real it actually is. And I'm I'm it it it's really a burden for me to talk about it, to take it out, specifically, you know, in the church. Because obviously I'm a pastor as well. I've got a pastoral heart. Um, I've got a huge movement that is across. It's a global movement. It's for women, sisters, keeper. But it's also for men. I always say it's to teach them to be keep, 
be the keeper of the wife, the daughter, the mother, everybody. Because it's the that is why we have gender-based violence. It's because the men are not the keepers anymore. And they have to actually stand up and speak out and say, I'm going to be a keeper and I'm going to take care of my wife that God has given to me as a gift and I'm going to cherish her. Um, and that is the that is the anointing that we want to set free upon the earth that we still can with this movement is to speak, you know, and ask pastors to join us to to speak up about it and to actually within their their, their churches and and there's a lot of action that we will still talk about yes. um just now but. The thing is that we cannot be silent anymore. We have to really get up and we need to talk about it. We need to step up. We need to stand up. We need to speak out and, um, and you know, not be, I think people, it's a, it's a very tough topic. You know, people don't want to address it. They don't want to, I mean, it's not a nice topic to talk about. Um, but it, it's, it's, you know, many years ago when I was a child, um, it's a secular song, but it was the song that Tracy Chapman wrote and that she sang. And that is what it was. It was about gender-based violence that she heard. And then it was too late. And then when she saw mm. the ambulance was coming, you know, for the wo- yes. woman. And when I grew up and one day I heard, I never knew what it was about. And it just touched my soul to such an extent that I realized it's an it's an old disease because this is a disease. Mm. It's an old disease. It's a disease of the soul. And it is really... Um, contaminating society it's it's repeat a repetitive pattern yes from generation to generation. generation and and it's like we can't stop it it's it's the president said it's waging war and it's like it's it's so out of control and it looks like we cannot stop it um, I mean, there's not enough safe houses at all for women. We are not equipped for it. We are not. There's not. I mean, I work in safe houses because mm. we do training there. Um, you know, the movement and our volunteers, we go into working in, in, in safe houses. So I know what is available. And um, and there's also not, you know, for a professional woman and in from the middle class and up, there is actually no safe house where we can go to if we need that um my opinion to that is that churches if each church affluent church can actually build a safe house do you know that i mean just for women and children it would be such an amazing place that that you know of with restoration of restoration where it can actually start mm. because it's you know, bringing that woman back to life, but what about the children as well? Um, and the effects and the impact that it had on the kids. Um, so, I mean, the church needs to play a huge role there because it's not for just for the psychologists and, I mean, you know, the, the psychiatrists and, and government. No, it. it's the church that can actually bring the healing because it's a yes. supernatural healing through the Holy Spirit. And we just need to actually wake up and say, let's get going. Let's do this. Let's not just put it on the back burner. And, um, and you know, I'm very outspoken about that as well when I'm amongst the, the, the church leaders. 
um, that I say, you know, we have to get together. We need to get into unity with regards to that problem. Because there's, I've, I mean, if you look in, in churches and, and, I mean, across, mostly women that, you know, is, is the congregants, but there's so many divorces um, within churches, you know, that the woman that's divorced. Um and and people don't even really know. They don't want to know what was you know the what cause the of it. it. What was the cause? But I mean, then then there's a there's a, there's a mental and emotional sickness, you know, within that person and within those children. And and we can't just have lovely youth events and you know just go to church and we think it's yes, all hungry. yeah because it is actually not. And and we need to speak up about that. You know, you you so it's so touching um, a topic that is something that the Lord has just really highlighted in many years of the professional woman. Where do they go? And we have not been equipped for that. Uh, actually, generally, we're not equipped yes. as a thing. And the thing is, the people don't want to address it in the church because it's happening in the church. Yes, and where they themselves actually have no knowledge. But we need to help the church get equipped and educated on this very relevant because that is where the people people go to for help. First door that they walk into is hoping to find an answer in the church. And um, we don't, we are not equipped for no. that. But we are definitely going to talk about that aspect in the next session because, I mean, I think this, this whole topic can take another session. <laughs> but yeah. it is really highly important that we take those those steps right now but we're going to listen to um mana hot um uh, sorry we're going to listen to uh, a, an incredible song right now um but just uh, i want to encourage you that this is the time that we need to um address the issues that are relevant to our families amen that was Don Moon, be still. And we are so privileged to have uh, Dr. Uh, Mary Ann Princeley in our uh, studios with us today. And we are dealing with a very, very important uh, topic. Uh, yes, we hear about it, but what are we doing about it? So, Dr. Princeley, um, about gender based uh, um, violence, how do we end domestic abuse, um, especially when we are in? Uh, in the church and that is where we should be getting help from and we are not equipped as the body of Christ to be able to um, assist our families and it's so prevalent I mean the Lord also just reminds us in Isaiah 61 uh, verse 3 says provide for those who grieve in Zion to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes the oil of gladness instead of mourning and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. And our families are in despair. And that is not God's heart for us. And uh, so, Dr. Uh, Prince Lou, you know, you, we were just talking about, uh, you know, we were so f <laughs> fired up for solutions. But how do we actually activate it? And how can we, as the man on the street or the neighbor next door how can we get involved and um, there are so many 
Um, I need to actually, but I will give you those uh, helplines and anonymous lines where you can actually get involved, no matter where you are. Um, just call a line and get them, uh, you know, reported at least mm. that there is that there's investigations that can be done. I had the police in here a, a, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and they have got a special department that's now being trained yes. specifically for this. So between the church and the police, we should be able to start getting something happening and as uh, as the public as well. So um, you you came up with some, some solutions in how you're activating it right now. Yes. So we also, because this is such a huge elephant that we, you know, it's like, just not this big elephant and you can shoot it and then it's dead. You know, yes. It's not that kind of thing how we can actually deal with it. So we have to like really come up and I believe that we need to pray and ask the Lord to give us the knowledge, the insight and the wisdom, you know, into this. Because maybe something that worked 10 years ago, even five years, because I mean, if even if we look like in 2022, when we uh, now we are in 2022, now in 2020, when this thing really started like a escalating. wildfire escalating, I mean, it's not the same that it used to be five years ago. So, I mean, it's a now, it's a real current now thing. And, um, and we need to look at, you know, this, the, the, also some of the issues. I mean, also if we look at the kids, you know, with the bullying and, in school as well. And, you know, how kids act out and um, because of what is happening at home. Yes. So it it's just even in that uh, sphere and in, in that arena, there's, you know, things need to be done at school. Um, and people need to be vigilant. And teachers and yes, teachers and, 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 and not just look at it as a behavior problem um, because the example has been set. You know, just, uh, just a, if I can just use an example, which is just like a simple example. It's like, let's say there's a little boy and a little girl and then pre, preschool. And they want to go and play and then the boy come and he just, you know, push her out of his way and he just like, get out of my way, you know, like a little three, four year old. And then this little girl push her out to the side. She may, maybe she can fall over, whatever. That is, where did he see that? You know, where did, where did this little boy actually see that? That that is how you actually treat a girl. Because someone needs to teach him that you need to be a de gentleman. That you can't push, a, you know, a little girl. Because that is the behavior that he's still going to have when he's, you know, married one day. Just going to push her out of his way because, you know, she's in his space. Because he's used to doing that. And that is the, the things that we need to be vigilant and we need to teach from, our, you know, our little boys to become gentlemen. Now, if it's not happening at home, then the school needs to look at that. Yes. If, if it's not at school, the church needs to look yes. at that. The relevant subjects relevant, um, that they need to bring into um you know, themes into the youth and, you know, it's, it's, I'm, as you know, I'm a, I'm a pastor, so I preach the word of God and I'm a teacher of the word of God, but the, the word of God needs to be relevant and we need to teach our boys to be a gentleman. He's not going to grow up and be a gentleman if there was no role model for him. No and point of reference. No point of reference. So it's those things that the church need to bring in, you know, in, in terms of we just look at that, the school, 
And we look at also previously I said even you know if this if each church would look at uh, start maybe a a, a a desk you know which like is a help desk like a help desk, but yes. in a in an anonymous type of way confidential where women can actually go and they can put their name down because they are reaching out and then mm-hmm. truly actually reach out to them and then look at that and then start with a support structure to see, you know, is a life at risk? Um, is she in danger, her and the kids? What is the church going to do to be able to pull her out of that situation, to give her that safe house? There's many people that can, in as congregants, that's members in the church that can, that maybe have a granny flat or something, you know? It's, it's, a, it's a solution that we can, it's an it's a immediate solution. It's not like we have to now build this huge center, which would be amazing, and that is an answer. I mean, we've got so many guest houses and, and places around that if you build like a family center, you know, where there's training and... And, and in um, each suburb. In each suburb. People can go to and have get some resources. Yes. You know, and I mean, there's so many... Uh, uh, people that are equipped, like psychologists and and uh, family counselors, that can all just have like a one stop shop and just come and get the resources, come and get courses. Uh, you know, we can direct them to get the help that they need. Um, that is the kind of thing that we should be looking at. Eh? Yes, and practical. You know, so from a church point of view, I mean, that is it's a plan to to put a plan in place. I have a plan. What is the plan of addressing? The issues that is relevant issues that your your members are facing that they yeah. are going through because you are a, a, a aware of abuse in the home and also maybe with kids you know with children um, because the families are going through so much stress at the moment you know the unemployment the debt everything that COVID left in its wake you know it's true. It's yeah, so there's there's abuse that we don't even know of, the emotional abuse, the verbal abuse, the things that is happening. So the church, I believe, must be have their, their finger on the pulse and to be involved, you know, from that point. Have a plan. How can you do it? What is the plan? Um, that we have maybe there's people and there's, there's a safe house situation that we know we can take them and let them stay there for you for a few days and, you know, until we get help or maybe just for a night, whatever the case may be. Um, get the training. We offer training. We offer training, train the trainer. We offer the training to the, to the church, you know, to the leaders of the church. Um, about gender-based violence. What is the types of gender-based violence? How do you actually recognize the, the, the symptoms of it? How do you deal with it? What do you do? How does it work? Keep the forms at church, for instance, yes. that you need to so complete. If you can't help, you can at least direct. Direct. Eh? Yes, for, to get a maybe a court interdict. How does that work? Because people don't know. So, because now you're going to sit at the court, wait the entire day, because everybody goes there. So you must wait and then you don't have the correct forms. How do you do an affidavit? That is Absolutely. the type of information that we train the church in and we have a package like that yes at each church at their help desk stuff you know it's something that they can do tomorrow actually start with it because it's available so that is something that we we in terms of 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 the church that we are we are crying out to the church and say please let us rise up and do something then we're talking about society i'm saying come alongside us we have 
We need volunteers. We need skills. We need professional people that can actually give their skills. Psychologists, um, you know, occupational therapists um, to deal with the children, child psychologists. We need skills. We need expertise of people to come alongside us to volunteer. Legal teams. Legal teams. Yes, yes. Very important. Social workers, counselors um, that can run alongside us, that we know we've got this hub of, you know, if we if people come and they call us, that we can refer and direct, you know, to who's in that area and available that wants to give their skill. Also, we have workshops and training workshops that we do, conferences. We need people to actually come because this is a huge job, as you, you, you can imagine. Um, and that's just from society. I, we call it collective giving. And it's not about giving money because people, when they hear giving, they think it's money. Mm. I mean, it's giving your time, time. Yes. giving your Even skills. Even an hour, uh, an hour or two a week, you yes. know, it's, 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 it's still giving. It's still giving. giving you know. um, it's for me to have, you know, lawyers on speed dial. Um mm to be able to speak to them, quickly give them a background about the case or whatever, and then, you know, I can direct. Mm. And then it's out of my life at that point because, I mean, I can't run with everybody, you know, that contact me. It's just too huge. But also then the local church. I can refer to the local church so that they can actually get tapped into the church. Um, We look at corporates, you know, also in the workplace, People go to work every single day and they carry that problem yeah, with them. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it is, it's just um, that we need to, for, and we, when we come back after the break, we can maybe quickly touch on that yes, in terms of the do, corporate wellness programs. That's yeah. wonderful. That's brilliant. Um, so we can listen to Victory, which is exactly wow. where we're at, with one of my favorite artists, of local artist, Rochelle Liederman. Um, she is such a she's such a blessing to us. Um, so we're going to listen to victory, and let's trust the Lord for victory in this Amen. area of domestic abuse. Radio K Pulpit seven two nine AM with Renette Myberg, finding God's truth for the way forward together. Welcome back, and yes, I'm not going to do much talking. We've got Doctor. Um, Mary Ann Princely in the studio with us, and um, she's an activist for domestic gender-based violence, and uh, governmentally and in the church and in corporate um, on all levels. Uh, she is part of Sisters Keepers. Um, she started the movement Sisters Keep- Keepers, and it's a movement because it moves mm. um, into these very, very special uh, profound areas so I just want to encourage you to please stay tuned she's got lots to offer um, and you know she will share at the end of the day of uh, how to come alongside as not to have to reinvent the wheel but literally let's collaborate because this is the core of our brokenness in our nation yes yes Absolutely. This is all about collaboration and um, that we need to come together across all spheres of society. Um, We're talking about, you know, the religious um, sector, the church. We talk about um, government and we're talking about the police um, because they're all part of this. You know, they're all part of We look at social development from government side, um, you know, if, if, if uh, in terms of when there's abuse with children and children have to be take, 
you know, uh, taken away into a safe house. I mean, we need social workers. We need, you know, there's legislation. Um, the the courts are involved. So it is a real, it's not just the church. It's not just government. It's across all spheres of society. Um, and also corporates that, you know, if there's anyone listening today as well or, or got a link to a corporate, I really would um, encourage them to reach out to us and and to get in contact with me so that we can also work with them alongside them. Mm-hmm. You know, there's many wellness programs that the corporates run because there's a wellness day and they have to have staff wellness programs. Um and deal with the emotional or, you know, if there's substance abuse or whatever, they have to deal with it. You know, they can't just fire somebody. Um, so they have that responsibility and accountability. So what we also do is we come in and we do training, um, you know, with the woman and on family and issues and things that we really help them to help their staff in terms of from a wellness point of view that we can come. And it's it's stuff in terms of from a training point of view that really works we have victory in it we've got yes. good results um it's an eight week program and after the eight weeks there's transformation that takes place you know because mm. it's decisions it's about boundaries and convictions and all those things because sometimes women just stay in a relationship um because they don't know how to lack get of out of it a lack of knowledge with self-worth problems you know mm. um or I mean, there's a sad part also that there's women, mothers that know that their children are being abused, even sexually abused, and they do nothing. Um, You know that. You know, we we that's the the issues that we talk about because the corporates also don't know how to HR departments don't know how to deal with it. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, and and especially. It's spiritual. For us, it's a spiritual foundation. But it's not just about the spiritual side of it. You know, um, it's for me, that is what my foundation. And and I know that God can really touch and change and restore. And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I pray for people. I pray for everybody. You know, if they're Christian or the Muslim or whatever, they're a human being. And Jesus loves them. You know, he died for all. All of us. So I can't just like segregate in terms of just from a Christian point of view. So going into corporates give us that platform to actually bring a specific message to everybody. Um, But of healing and restoration and how to deal with the problems and the problem solving and the practical steps, you know, and training them and teaching them about also the process to follow because that is also important. Um, and and then we work with conflict management, anger management, all of those things that is part of that the training. And what is important for us is to actually get open doors, you know, mm. into the, the, the corporate businesses. If there's Christian bosses and CEOs that that really have a heart for their people, this is an opportunity for them, you know, to say, mm. I want to do this. I want to run alongside. I want to mm. actually make a difference. And I want to be the change. That's what we stand for. We mm. say, be the change for the change that you're looking for. Um, don't just say we need to change, we need to change. Step up and be the change. Facilitate the change. Activate the change. Whatever the role you can play, 
just do that. Participate. Participate in that. So we have, um, we, we, uh, I'm going to give my numbers now because I know we're running on time Um, and we can actually say it again. (laughs) Um, But, you know, there's a WhatsApp number. It's 0079-175-9713. Then there's a phone line, which is 071-919-9480. And then you can find us on Facebook, um, on social media, which is at Sisters Keeper Movement. And they will see my name, Marianne Prinsler, there. And then also on my Facebook, which is Marianne Prinsler, and they will see my face, um, you know, yeah, on my so on my pages. Mm. And then we also have a website with our things, which is sisterskeeper.my.canva.site, um, which is just a freebie, you know, site that we use, but it works for us. And, um, yeah, they can contact us and say, we want to be part, how they want to be part. And, um, and let's do this together. Yes. We are the solution, yes. you know. Um, we, we have to become the solution. And we need, mm. I just, in this time, you know, especially with Easter now, um, Jesus really, you know, we are, we are going back to celebrate this amazing what Jesus did for us on the cross. But we are we are actually celebrating resurrection. Yes. And we that's what we're celebrating. We are celebrating the other side of the cross. And you know in resurrection it's about life. And God wants us to be resurrected to life. He doesn't want, you know, People to have dead souls out there yes. and situations yes, because yes. the circumstances and violence and gender-based violence and abuse are really killing their souls. He wants us to bring that resurrection life to the world, me and you and the people out there. And that's what I stand for. I have a passion and my heart is, you know, I, I, I just want to set fires. I just want to set ablaze fires. And, and go out there and talk about it and train people and yes. bring awareness and educate and whatever what I can do in terms of family matters, restoration, value and worth, purpose and potential and, and you know what God has called us to do. Amen, amen. That was a powerful ending. I just want to encourage you as well. We have a WhatsApp line as well, 081729. One six five seven. Our telegram number is the same. Oh eight one seven two nine one six five seven. Our SMS line is three seven nine double eight. Our Facebook is seven two nine Carpser Council or seven two nine Cape Pulpit. Um, our counselling department we have as well is oh two one nine one double seven. Triple O and the option one. And this is also gives you an opportunity to, if you want to know more about our guest or, you know, you might have lost out on some information, uh, please, please uh, go and connect with us. We've got ways of getting the information back to you and direct you. But I want to leave this, you know, the, the abuser is also a victim, but we need to, uh, we're looking at restoration for the family. Yes. So I want to encourage you. There's an emergency number uh, uh, that we can use globally. It's confidential uh, South, I mean, in South Africa for a specific, uh, specifically for gender-based violence. It's 0800-428-428. Very easy to remember. 0800 428 
4428. And there's also an SMS number. You can just SMS HELP to 31531. 31531. And the website is www.gbv, which is gender, www.gbv, which is um, genderbasedviolence.org. ZA, and the government is there to help us as well. So we just cannot just um, uh, close an eye. Please get involved. And thank you so much. And just be with your families this weekend. Uh, celebrate um, our, our Jesus Christ and just be forever grateful for what he's done for us on the cross and that we can rise in, in glory, that your lives will go from glory to glory, from success to success. Um, upwards and forwards from this day onwards. Please be safe on the roads, stick to the rules, and look after yourselves until next week. God bless you. We love you and appreciate you joining us and on my program, Rise on Cape Pulpit. Goodbye. This insert was brought to you by Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.